Welcome back. You are listening to Media Sales Mojo. My name is Philip Gabbard. And I'm Dave Burke. Thanks for joining us today for the podcast for broadcast media sales professionals. It's our pleasure and privilege to be able to bring you this. And we appreciate all of you who have listened and commented on the podcasts that we've done prior to this one. This particular podcast is going to take a different kind of tenor insofar as uh, it's been a rough week here in the U.S. with a lot of crises, both in Dayton, Ohio and in El Paso, Texas. And if you may or may not know, my partner Phil is located in El Paso and has lived with this crisis uh, since it's happened. I had the unfortunate uh, experience of being in Denver when uh, the Columbine uh, massacre happened uh, just over 20 years ago. Uh, So Phil and I were talking about this earlier today in that we both have lived through these man-made crises in our communities, and we both have been working in media at the time. So we thought it might be a good time for us to just talk about this a little bit, share our experiences, and uh, ask you for your experiences and feedback as well once this podcast gets over about how to, not really even manage, but how do you get through it? If you're in a market or a situation where you've encountered a crisis, whether it be a natural disaster, flooding, tornado, hurricane, or a man-made one, there are things that you'll experience. And I think it's a good time for us to just talk through it. Yeah, we were just uh, really putting it down and saying, look, how organized in a conversation can we be on this? Because neither of us have this experience. So really it's about crisis management. What we're dealing with in El Paso is absolutely unique and painful and it's just a very uh, specific occurrence that we've got to navigate through. So I think there's the normal elements of grief and PTSD, uh, you know, stages of, of emotionality that we're having. But after we do some core things, right, like in any situation, you know, are we okay or is our family okay? You know, you kind of uh, count your ducklings. Um, you, you've got to start turning to managing the important things in life. And you know, after those things are in, you know, seemingly in check, we had to turn to the responsibility of, of, of some of our marketing. And one of the things that I really did, um, I called Dave and I said, Dave, um, here's what we're dealing with. And, and here's some issues that I'm dealing in marketing at a local level. And it got us to talking about, you know, how important these elements need to be. So things that happen in any kind of tragedy is, is, you know, there's, an imbalance in the system and the market's listening changes. So in media and in this event here in El Paso and others similar to it and floods and hurricanes and so on and so forth, media is taken over by news. And so we switched over to a 24 hour uh, news coverage for these events and updates. And so one, there's the huge value of the business that we're in. Our media responsibly jumps into action, springs into actions with news and information and updates, which is just paramount. And then our job and afterwards, we start trying to figure out how can we help our clients? And this is a really local kind of conversation and a national conversation in a marketing sense, because one of my first measures for a local account that I deal with was to make sure that they were brought down off air for the core reason that our message did not match the new mood of the marketplace. 
And so that's indeed why I, why I called you, Dave, as you know, and just to bounce some ideas and thoughts off of. And, and I think that's a good step for people to take away from this conversation is that it takes a village to figure it out. I don't think anybody on the planet has this kind of expertise on what to do because it's so situational and, it, and it's very subjective and it can change by your locality, your relationship, the client's relationship in the marketplace. And so I leaned on this song idea. I can't tell you how it really is. I can only tell you what it feels like. I think Rihanna and Eminem saying that. Uh, this felt horrible. And I felt responsible to help my client, who's a pillar of this marketplace, really navigate through with what messaging needs to be out there and how we needed to immediately turn in a different direction while we were going through this period. Well, I think there's, a, you know, I, I think it's important to do that, Phil. But I also think that from a, from a station standpoint, whether it's radio or television, the first immediate, I remember when Columbine happened, my first concern as the general manager of the stations was for my employees and their families to make sure that everybody was safe and everybody had the freedom and flexibility to do what they felt necessary to take care of their emotional state at that moment. Right. Uh, some people had to run out. They had, you know, I need to be with my kids, whatever it might be. That's going to have to happen, right? So there's really the immediate concerns when something happens. And then, of course, the long-term concerns for your colleagues, for your staff, to make sure they are okay, that we can get back to our sense of of pace and our sense of of normalcy. When you and I were talking about this yesterday and about this, this particular podcast, we were talking and questioning ourselves as to whether the market will ever get back to normal. And my contention was that the market will eventually feel normal again, but it will never be the same. There's always something in the back of your mind that has changed Mm -hmm. and that something has changed uh, within the market. And so the normal is different. It's not the same. And I think think that's a powerful way to say it. And, and, And we went through a shooting. It's not the same, but it's, it can feel, you know, abnormal and, and there is a return to somewhat being normal. I think of the floods in Houston or in the Midwest, earthquakes and, or anything, anything that upends your entire world and things that you were thinking about doing on a so-called normal day will be forever different or changed or marked by a certain event. There's There's ways that we all espouse our feeling and our sentiment. You know, people can get hot-headed. And and so there's concern in the marketing world of what to say. Yeah, yeah, what to say and how do you say it. And when. And when, yeah. And I kind of, I, I, I had to look at myself and saying, look, I need to be really a disinterested third person here. I could have been a little too close to the subject matter, and that's why I called you, Dave. Just to make sure that, you know, I'm checked and balanced on the guidance and, and the responsibility that I have with this customer on the guidance that I can give. So I, I made quick preparations of multiple messaging approaches and then really depended on our media partners for immediate participation and support. I had to make adjustments to our schedule, but I did not make cancellations. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was one thing that I felt was very important to communicate to my media partners. And the second thing that I com- uh, communicated to my media partners here locally was keep me in the know, keep me at the table, because as ideas come up and solutions are being offered and tendered, let us know because I want to convey those to my customer. 
um, because there's so much swirling around of how can we help? Where do we need to be? How can we lend a hand? And people have incredible needs and they're just amazing stories that we need to be present and responsible in our preparation of how we handle that. And things can really fly around. And so I was really trying to play a role of being as much as a guidance advisor to messaging. And I think that's just, I was trying to be as responsible as I possibly could, but there's no, there, there's nothing out there that we go, here's how to handle a shooting. Here's how to handle a flood. Yeah. There's no playbook by certainly. I think generally though, my feeling is if there's no messaging from a client, you can't be wrong. The mm-hmm. messaging could be inappropriate. It could be, you know, 24 hours after this tragedy happened in El Paso, you don't want to be a retailer screaming about a 72-hour sale. I mean, it's just not the right thing to do as far as, to your point, Phil, about the emotion and the mood and the tone of the community. Mm-hmm. So I, I think my feeling is if somebody is you know, unfortunately exposed to some sort of tragedy like that, my initial instinct is to go silent for a while mm-hmm. because, okay. because that's, that's never going to be wrong in my view. I mean, unless you're with the Red Cross or, you know, a hospital or, yeah, and you have yeah, you some sort of important, yeah, yeah, if you have some yeah. sort of, a more, you know, important messaging to, to put out. And then you worked with your client to try to, I think, reflect the community in their eyes, which I thought was really smart, you know, to not necessarily sell anything, but to recognize, hey, we're part of this community too, what you're going through, we're going through, and we're all sort of in the same boat here. Yeah, and thanks for saying, and we are all affected. I would note that you know, as this news in El Paso and Dayton spread throughout the country and throughout the world, I, I, I what I hope from network level and national levels is that, you know, there I and I, I don't know this to be true, but I believe that other advertisers in the network and national field are responsible too. I noticed the forward-facing public statements of many large national brands that are not uh, held out of here or you know, in markets that I deal with, um, you know, had the right responsible messaging, forward-facing, public-facing messages on websites and their commercial levels can change. And I think that's one thing that I can say to other media reps because my my media reps were invaluable to me. And if I could charge everyone listening, um, when you deal with this, reach out to your customers and get close with them. Ask them what they need to ask them how you can help be there for them too, because they were there for me and, and, and to help me give guidance through their stations and their, you know, um, the information that they could share. So that handle, you know, I think reasonably those messages should go out to national advertisers who say, look, we understand that you are in 75 cities with your message, but you really have a problem here in El Paso and Dayton. And your messaging might not fit the mood of the marketplace and see if there's something that you could do about that. Yeah, whether you're a local rep or a national rep, it's your responsibility to communicate to your client as to how that advertising is being received. Mm -hmm. And I think the communication, to your point earlier, Phil, goes a little bit beyond that in that, you know, TV stations and radio stations get very active when there are crises in the community. This is really where these outlets shine. You know, mm-hmm. they do a tremendous amount of work, really do, do a great job keeping people informed and acting as a conduit. So I think if you're a marketing rep, you want to be able to 
communicate to your client base, here's what we're doing, here's what we want to do. Do you have, have any interest in helping? Or here's what we need from you. We're trying to gather these resources so that we can help the community. Is that something that you might be able to help us with? Because a lot of businesses want to help. They just don't know how. Yeah. So if you can go and be that conduit and say, hey, here are, three, here are three things that we're working on right now. Are these things that might be of interest to you that you might be able to assist us with? I think that's a real benefit of having that close relationship with the client. It is. And, and I, I will remind you that this is not a cash grab either. This is not, hey, you know, we're doing these segments or building this new thing to, you know, establish any kind of incremental gain and, and spend. This is not the time. And so I think, Dave, your your experience, I, I you know, you've been a friend of mine for a long time and I respect your your insight and your wisdom um, and your experiences. But I, I, I think that practice of, of me calling you was a, a practice that everybody should engage in is reaching out and, and teaming up and, and, and panning some ideas off of each other because I, and, and because it's the right thing to do to make sure that your messaging to your customers and to your marketplace comes off appropriate for the mood because this is not time for gimmicks or one-ups or to outdo it. I think I think that our media in this market did a fantastic job of and a responsible job. And I I hope that our lessons from a community of, of coming together uh, really uh, helps others when you're you know when you are faced with a challenge in your marketplace that uh, you know it could be in any shape or, or form. But crisis is crisis, but it's not always the same. And so we are right now presently figuring out what is the new normal? Is this the new normal? We all feel still crappy and will forever, you know, a long time. But I think about it and like Columbine was 20 years ago. And I know, you know, we got to, you know, be in the business of getting back to and part of having a healthy and vibrant community is retail spending and consumerism. Yeah, we're open for business. Keep coming, you know. Yeah. And and so we always hated it in the media business, right? When, you know, the weatherman got on and said, well, it's going to be all crappy weather this week. And you go, shut up. I've got a big sales event. I can't can't have slippery roads. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, their, their words are valuable, but trying to figure out how to navigate, you know, so we're navigating like we're looking straight down, right? But we're trying to look out a little further and on the horizon of what's coming and and really what should we be thinking of. And, and I really want to put it out there because we do get a good amount of feedback from some of our listeners. I contend and Dave and I talked before hit and record here that we don't know all the answers. You know, situationally, we didn't we didn't expect to be in these positions that we are in today. But we understand we do have a voice and we're sharing just our perspective and uh, our experiences, but you know, I, I would certainly like to do a call out for other insights that other markets and communities and media managers have had in this space, specifically on how to navigate through what's what's in store for us and how can we better do our work. Because I did realize, Dave, that this job's important. You know, we talk about that this job is fun and it just this job is hard and it's not for everybody. And you know, we need to evolve and grow and and and, and train. But we are a community of people, like-minded people, who um, 
we don't always know the answers. And uh, I'd like to do that shout out and say, please, um, if you do have ideas and suggestions, reach out to us at askus at mediasalesmojo.com and give us your comments, give us, um, you know, um, ideas and support. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and just to, to, to put a bow on it, Phil, your position, you know, your point about communicating with your clients and keeping that, that door open, you know, your experience with your local client, you know, there's so much going on at the moment that this happens and the immediate aftermath. Very often the last thing on your client's mind are the ads that they happen to be running in the marketplace at that moment. Great point. Not, it's, it's just not in their forward consciousness because there's so much else going on. Yeah. So, you know, you ride to the rescue, if you want to call it that, or you come in with a, a question or a call that says, hey, this is what we're running right now. I don't, I believe we should probably change that or take it off for a week or, or two weeks or whatever it might be, change the messaging. And the reaction from your client was, holy cow, that's a great idea. We didn't even think about that. Yeah. And that, and that's what I call in, in previous shows, I've called the care quotient. You got to care. Yeah. You got to care enough to uh, make sure that the messaging is right for the right place at the right time. And and this is what, you know, is, is wickedly cool about the business that we're in is that we can be immediate mm-hmm. and we can, we can pull and we can make changes and we're not beholden to, oh, I can't lose this billing. It is, we did the right thing. And I don't know, I, I'm, I'm really proud of a lot of things um, that we're, we're accomplishing as we're dealing with this, but we're not the only ones. I mean, there, there's a lot of hurt and there's a lot of pain and there's a lot of disorganization and disinformation. And we are, it, it's a punch in the gut, regardless of the crisis, uh, they are manageable, but we do need to step up, lean in and really apply some principled uh, measure to resolving at least what we can. We can't fix everything, but we can fix the little little things that we can fix. And I thought that it was really important for us to share this information with you today. Yeah, I've uh, I've um, learned a lot uh, from you in handling this, and um, uh, and I hope our our listeners have given this some thought as to how they might react uh, should something like this happen. I certainly hope it never does again, but um, whether it be a natural or a man-made crisis or disaster, um, the fact is that we work in media and people rely on us. Our clients rely on us. Our listeners and our viewers rely on us. If you run a station, your employees rely on you. So you've got a lot of immediate concerns and long-term concerns, and and, uh, hopefully you've given this a little bit of uh, thought along with us. Uh, are a little bit more aware of what may have to happen. If you've got concerns or, or uh, questions, rather, or um, have some feedback for us, as Phil said, ask us at mediasalesmojo.com. You can always reach out to us there. Uh, we appreciate your listening. My name's Dave Burke. And I'm Philip Gabbard. You've been listening to Media Sales Mojo. Thanks for listening. 